Are you experienced? Have you ever been experienced? With another episode of the Anarchist Experience, episode 459, a.k.a. year 9, week 35, uh, coming at you this week. As always, I'm your host, Mr. Richie Rich, along with... MC and... KS. And since this is your regularly scheduled Saturday broadcast, we are on the clubhouse still. Uh, The club or the house is the Anarchist Experience, so you can find it there. Or you can at me, at Riches for Rich, R-I-C-H-E-S, the number four, R-I-C-H, and then I will click the little invite button when we go live, which is around 3 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday afternoons. Um, yeah. What is going on with you guys this week? Uh, not a whole lot. Do you, do you know what the news is, Chaos? Oh, yeah. I've been sort of keeping up on news. Um, You're yeah. interested in who won or didn't win? The Iowa caucus. Yeah, yeah, I followed that, and of course, it's all over the news. And uh, I guess everybody already knows about that. So, back, yeah. to, back to climate change. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally new stuff. Yeah. Well, New Hampshire, you're you're in New Hampshire. Uh, I am. So um, it's coming. So that's probably a, a lively bit of conversation. And there's all this expectation. Although I I gather from from your uh, thoughts on this that there's no no dis, uh, no uncertainty at all about what the outcome is going to be i mean I, I you know i don't pay enough attention to the local stuff to care and so and i'm also surrounded you know when i when i talk to people i don't talk to normies i talk to other you know anarchist and <laughs> liberty minded individuals Normies. That sounds like muggles. Yeah, that's. I've also called them muggles. I I prefer muggles because it's funnier too. But I don't, I don't talk to them very often. And you know, the the one muggle that I talk to most often is my boss, um, and he's gotten so annoying recently that I just swear at him and tell him to piss <laughs> off with his you know violent rhetoric and warmongering nonsense. Like just get get out of here with that already. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so what I guess what surprised me with you know going coming out of the Iowa caucus if we're going to talk about it um I was not surprised with how well Trump did and I think he will do as well here like I just that is on the Republican side of things that is a hard train to get off of and you know I've there's a there's a caller that calls into Free Talk Live and he is a hardline Democrat and all he ever does is call in and complain about Trump and so every time he calls in like the first thing I say is like Trump train and then either I or someone else's goes like choo-choo because like <laughs> it's rolling through man like you know they 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 stalled it a little bit with you know with the stolen election of Joe Biden but that thing is you know rampant back up and and coming through again and you know. which is why 
I used to say they should have just let Trump win again because then they'd be done with them. Yeah. But no, he's going to be in the media, on their minds for an extra four years and more than it should have been. And it's annoying. Okay. I mean, you're, you're right. And like, I find it entertaining. Like, I'm not going to vote for him. He's not, he's not my guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm, but, I mean, it is, it is the clown show. Yes. Um, yes. But, but now because, uh, the left put Biden in there and, and he's, it's the geriatric re- show. The you know, really depressing. It's the hospice um, show. And and so so now the the left has even you know put themselves at greater risk of uh, a complete change of government. I mean, who would have thought we'd have somebody like another, some someone similar to Ron Paul saying we need to you know shut down entire branches of of the government. Uh, well, two of them actually we got RFK and uh, Vivek. Yeah, and Vivek did poorly in Iowa. And I think that was well, like, like I the said, most surprising. He, he got he got the young vote and and the old vote uh went to Trump of course. So yeah. I don't I don't think that is uh surprising and uh but that shows you where the country is going, I think. Okay. Well, it's, it's okay. So I again, Trump dominated. Right? Like that that was in my mind expected and you know the the result that was going to happen anyway um what i didn't expect vivek to do so poorly compared to the other front runners in ron DeSantis and nikki haley right like i don't you know the 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 popularity of vivek at least around here um seemed to outshine the nonsense of ron DeSantis and nikki haley Okay. Like the, I didn't think that they the primaries had. the primaries do not represent the general public. The general public probably most of them don't even know the primary happened or when it was happening. Okay. And didn't didn't go to vote. I mean, there's it's it's a uh, it's it's chosen by the people who play, know the game and play the game. And and I've told a few people, hey, if you re-, you know, there's some people say, oh, we got to have Vivek. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, if you really like this guy, you have to join the GOP and you have to go vote. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, hello. <laughs> and there's a lot of people who are just like, well, I'll just get on 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 Facebook and Twitter and and <laughs> say things and, and say things, and then he'll magically win. Like that's not how it works. Yeah, no, I get it, but it it's it's not representative, but it's it's the first, right? The, like the Iowa caucus is first. The New Hampshire primary is coming up. Like that's that's the that's the early metric for success. That's why they make a big deal out of it. That's why. Oh no, it's I, I know I know it's it's going to go uh, heavily. Well, even if Vivek was still in, it would still all go to Trump. Um, I get I get it. And I'm not what, <laughs> I'm not again. I'm not surprised that Trump dominated. I'm surprised that Vivek came in fourth. I think they it's, run for the purpose to be appointed. To a nice higher position when Trump wins, uh, they they run. That, that's so true. They can. But well, um, let, let me finish the, yeah, the thought yeah. process here because I, I really want you to understand this. It's the 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 winner is chosen by the people who vote, not by the people who who make a storm on the internet. Right? Okay. What even makes you even think in I don't Iowa. understand this. Oh, okay. So so it sounded like oh Vivek was going to do better because he was he was gaining a lot of traction. There was a lot of buzz. There was a lot of talk about him. And those are the people that talk a lot, right? They make a lot of noise. 
So whenever you hear a lot of noise, that doesn't mean they're the, the person that the old people are going to vote for. I get old it, people but, are going to vote but, for, but the mo mostly pay, watch TV and are not. Yeah, the people know, who are going to go to the primaries and the caucuses are the ones that watch the debates as well. And it seemed like he did better in the debates than Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. It, it's to young people, and we're we're the, we're still the young people. When I say old people, I'm talking about you know well, sixty old, plus. Old people, what, old people think Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley won the debate. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, Nikki Haley was a is a Democrat plant anyway, so even more the, so. How that's, that's the vote she she got. Though she can't get that vote because it's a Republican caucus. You, you, well, they can join the Dem they can they can play the game. They can join the Repu Republican Party and they can vote. Okay. Yeah. They can try to. That's what they're trying to do: sabotage the the primary. Well, then then fail on that count too, because yeah, Trump. Yeah, dominated. of course they failed. Yeah, right. yeah. But I, but what I'm saying is, there's a lot of people out there that make a lot of noise, and and that's why that's why it it, uh, it makes it seem like um, he did worse than you thought he would, because people that make noise aren't necessarily the ones that are uh, voting. It's 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 old people that. Watch TV. They vote every single primary, right? And there's a lot of young people that don't even know how to do that. Okay. I mean, fair, but, you know, so like 7% fourth place is generally terrible, which is why he dropped out. And he dropped out before he even made it to New Hampshire, where, again, amongst the small amount of, of liberty-minded individuals that I frequent— um, he seemed to be like the chosen one on that side, aside from Donald Trump. Like, you know, in just we all know Trump's going to win, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and, until maybe the general. But, uh, you know, he there, there was a lot of backing, a lot of hype, a lot of, you know, strong feelings towards Vivek. Uh, and these are amongst people here, young and old, that will go to the primaries and vote. So to drop out prior to that, you know, is yeah, I, which I would, I would, I would say like mature. Yeah, I would have liked to have him stay in longer, just to see, uh, have a more clear picture of, of where he actually stands. Yeah, um, it would be good to see you know Vivek versus Trump and and no Nikki Haley in there at all. Yeah, um, but when Ron Paul was running and he came to New Hampshire and he had all that support, he got like eight percent and it was like, wow, that's fucking a big letdown. Like you would expected a lot better showing from all the support especially here but no ron paul well, showed up and was it 2008 2012 got 8% well mc experienced how even the republican primary was a rigged game here in hawaii yeah i don't know i don't know if it was rigged in um in new hampshire uh, but the first time ron paul ran here it was rigged but um it just shows you the 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 people that are in the party are they're, they're party line people. They're they're not <laughs> not ideal. They're not they're not uh, free thinking. Like, oh, we have you know they're trying they're not trying to have a revolution. Okay, you know <laughs> that's fine. That doesn't explain how Nikki Haley did so well. If she's obviously a Democrat plant, right? That party I, I, line I think, people would recognize that she's a Democrat plant. Well, she represents the neocons, which there are a lot of in the Republican Party. The neocon is basically, uh, you know, Democrat foreign policy, and that's the only thing she cared about was her, you know, she she thinks Ukraine is more important than the U.S. So that's 
that's why she got the votes she got. What were you saying? The GOP thinks that Ukraine is more important than the U.S. It's it's changing right now, but there are a lot of people in the GOP that think that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that's that's the whole neo neocon position. Okay. I'm, I'm sure you know what's what's his name. Um, the uh, the Mormon guy. Um, Mitt Romney. Mitt, yeah, Mitt Romney. I'm I'm pretty sure he's on you know Ukraine full blast all the time. Interesting. Because all again, all I hear uh, around me is, you know, the anti-Biden stop sending money to Ukraine, America first. That's right. be- that's because Biden is sending money to Ukraine. Well, but and if Ukraine any, anything, first, then, then the Republicans no, listen, should be listen. behind that. This is how it works. Anything Biden does is bad. Obviously not if they're supporting Ukraine they, and Biden is sending money to Ukraine. They might they might still vote to send send money over there, and they and they ha- they've done that plenty. Since the beginning of it, and so now it's it's obviously failing. It doesn't hurt them at all in the, you know, in the polls, to to say, well, now that it's failed, now Biden's bad. You know, it it's it's just a game. I not you know, if, if that's your if, one foreign policy position is I agree with Joe Biden. How do you win? How do you win a Republican election going like I agree with the other guy? No, I'm saying they don't. They're, well, right she now, did well. Uh, uh, it, you know, <laughs> not factoring in Trump, she came in second. When, when Nikki, when Nikki Haley says yeah. it, she she's not saying I'm I'm on Biden's team. She's saying I know better than the other Republicans, right? And so now there's the there's the divide, and that's why she gets a big chunk of votes is because there's a difference between uh, Trump, who will probably end the war in Ukraine, which he said he would do. And Nikki Haley that wants to continue it. So if if you if you think Russia is the worst evil in the world, which a lot of Republicans do because they they're fed that line for a long time, then Nikki Haley is your person. All right. You know if if and it's the same well, same no, thing. Joe you know? Biden is your person. Just go on the other team. Go with the guy who's already doing it. Well, there's no difference. He's going. He's going to lose. That's the reason why she was planted there. Okay. <laughs> they count the votes. He's not going to lose. He'll, he'll have double the I, votes he had last time. I I don't think he's going to be able to get away with that this time. Maybe. Okay. But if 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 they do the mail in ballot thing, then then yeah, he could definitely win. <laughs> well then, well then they'll do the mail in ballot thing. It it wasn't. This is the, this is the thing about the last time, right? Like, and I've we've talked about this here before. Trump knew it was going to happen. He predicted it. He said, this is how they're going to steal the election. And then, like, did nothing to mitigate it and allowed the election to be stolen. <laughs> it was it was bizarre to me. Well, mo- most of the elections are run by the states. And, and have, try, trying to fix all the problems in 50 states is quite hard to do. And so what... what Not the, when you know it's coming. I don't... It's... <laughs> months months in advance of the election he I don't said, know this how, is how they're gonna steal it okay but this is the play m- be months aware is a, is a very short time to get anybody to do anything unless okay. you unless they're super motivated and the left was super motivated and that's why they won okay they they got they they got all the people in the right places to to, to uh you know manipulate things and and <laughs> it's i don't know it's i think it's easier to do damage than it is to make things right okay yeah that's fair yeah 
I'm a big, I'm, you know, I'm more of a demolition guy than a construction guy. Like I will, <laughs> I take yeah. pleasure in the destruction of things. So what, what I think is funny is in, in politics right now is, is the, the left right now, the, their strategy is get a whole bunch of people from over the border and then I guess get all their names and stuff. And, and then those people are going to send in votes for Biden or, or whoever the, the Democrat is to beat Trump. Yeah. That's, that's their, that's their strategy. And it's, and it's funny cause it might work, but uh, I mean, Trump, <laughs> Trump said that recently as well. He's like, it's, that's, this is their invasion plan, right? The, the border is wide open. They're letting in all these people. So they're going to so, vote Democrat. First, they have to know that they're going to vote, and they have to know that they're going to vote for the right person. No, they just fill out the ballot for them, put their name on it. There you go. That's the strategy. <laughs> and how will you prove it, prove it wrong? You, you know, you can't. <laughs> it's like... Well, again, like, you cheat better. You're not, you know, you overwhelm them mm -hmm. with, with filled-in ballots of your own fake people. Let's, who can get the most... Who's got the fastest copy machine? That's who wins the election. Yeah, pretty much. No, no. Oh, you've got the ballot that said he voted Democrat? Well, we've got the ballot that says he voted Republican. Now it's now it's one-to-one. Self-mitigating. Who's got the master I, list of names? Steal I think it. in Arizona they can they can print their own ballot on the on a computer or something. Well, there you go. <laughs> Where are the Republicans with the, the with the ballot printing campaign? Where are the mailbox thieves stealing all the ones that get delivered to the neighborhoods in the area? Just steal them and replace them. I didn't get my ballot. Well, it says right here, ma'am, that you voted for Donald Trump. It'll be interesting to see how many uh, drop boxes get, get vandalized. Next, we'll next we'll have the sequel to the 2,000 mules or whatever. No, because the ballot boxes will get torched. <laughs> so there will be no sequel to that. <laughs> that is a strategy, right? Where are you gonna where are you gonna <laughs> drop it off if you can't you know? Like the the media campaign's not gonna work if you just hang out at the ballot box and take pictures of the same people dropping off, you know, stuffing more ballots in there. Yeah, yeah. Like, look, look, we're they're cheating. Like, yeah, we know. That they did it last time. We caught them last time and Nothing happened. So is, is the, you know, the only question for Trump is like, is he prepared to cheat better this time than he did the last time? And well, I don't think it's up to Trump. I think, I think the cheaters are, are self-motivated. You don't, you don't think like the Biden campaign had anything to do with the cheating? Oh, I'm sure that Biden campaign did. Okay. Biden being in office isn't really up to him. He, he was chosen to, he, and he was placed there. Okay. So you don't think the motivated Trump people or the Trump campaign can call? Oh, I think they can, but but like I said, cheat. it's 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 not it's not going to be an order from Trump. Hey, you should go cheat. <laughs> you know, well, <laughs> he's going to yeah, say the same thing he always does. You should you should fight for you know your rights and blah 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 blah. And 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 some and then the left will say he said you should fight us in the in the Capitol. <laughs> That's <an> insurrection. <laughs> yeah. No. I, again, I get it, but like. <laughs> Someone on that campaign knows they, someone from that campaign must know that they have to cheat. Like, they can't um, be that dense. They can't think that they're going to win, after, especially after the last time, right? 
Like, no, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't know what they're thinking. <laughs> really? I don't, like, I don't, I'm not a political player, and it seems obvious to me. And, you know, uh, it's, it's, a lot of times I get this thought in my head and I go like, man, I hope someone over there is as smart as I am so they figure this out too. Because I'm not going to tell them, you know, I'm not going to participate. But like someone there has to, like I am not the smartest guy in the room and this is obvious to me. They're, they're supposed to be the smart ones. They're the ones with like the Ivy League education and, you know, the background in political strategy and all this experience on the campaign trail. Like someone there has to know. You know, that you're going to have to cheat. And someone there has to know, you know, someone there, you know, should be formulating the plan on how to win via cheating. It's, you know, I don't know. If if you say so, I don't know. (laughs) Is it not obvious to you? Like, you know. Well, I mean, somebody's going to win regardless if either side cheats or not. So when you say they have to cheat, I'm like, I don't I don't get that. Because uh, if you I, don't cheat, you're going to lose. Because your opponent is going to cheat. I, I, I don't get too bothered by the notion of cheating. What it means is basically going to try and um, somehow fudge the the numbers in order to get your guy in. And Win if you can, lose if you must. Always cheat. Well, and I think the Republicans have been very, very satisfied with a system the Electoral College that rigs the vote in their favor. Three times their candidate, their presidential candidate won against the Democrat that had more popular votes. Including Trump. uh, Trump, Bush Jr., and Rutherford B. Hayes. Three times Republicans. And (laughs) they never said, oh, this is uh, hmm, something that we've got to correct here because we won... By um, uh, by a rigged system that allows somebody in Hawaii to have thirty times the vote of somebody in California, um, because of this electoral college setup. Has it ever favored I mean, the Democrats? Just out of curiosity. Never, never because it, oh, okay. it favors uh, states with small populations, and those are the Midwestern states. Um, because you know the electoral college gives two votes for every state for their two senators whether it's a very populated state like California or a very little populated state like Hawaii. So the people in Hawaii have, for those two senatorial electoral college votes, they have 30 times, one vote in in Hawaii counts for 30 votes in in California. And the Midwestern states have, um, you know, overwhelmingly um, heavy representation in the electoral college for that reason. And nobody ever... You know, they, they, people do raise that as a complaint, but the Republicans never change that, saying, "Oh, well, we've got to, we've got to correct this because this gives us a tremendously unfair advantage over Democratic uh, presidential candidates." Well, okay, and to be fair, the Electoral College isn't a cheating device. Like that's the game, that's part of the rules. No, no, I, I well, that's why I, I don't quite buy it. I think that, um, a when you say cheat, it means uh, you're rigging the the rules. I mean, whether you make it a rule or you violate the rule, you're you're still 
Oh, giving yourself and you're playing the game in order to give yourself an advantage regardless of the numbers. And, you know, when you say democracy and voting, they're always talking numbers. Well, then let me be clear on the, at least on the last election cycle, when I say cheat, what I mean is um, with the mail-in ballots, uh, putting, putting ballots in there that aren't attributed to real people, putting ballots in there where people are voting twice in different districts, putting ballots in there where dead people are voting, right? Like that's that's not part of the rules. Th those are uh, extra rules strategies that go beyond the rules of the game. Uh, preparing, a, preparing a strategy to win electoral college votes as opposed to the popular votes is within the rules. Like that's that's how you win the game. It, the, the game doesn't say he who has the most popular votes wins. It says he who has the most electoral college votes wins. Well, the so, rules uh, set up the process for investigation of this. And Trump's attorney general, Bob Barr, or no, uh, William, well, what was it? Um, not Bob Barr, he was a Republican candidate. Bill Barr. Uh, Bill Barr uh, said there was... Uh, not, I mean, there, there's always this kind of manipulation of the vote. There has been in years. Maria Zimmerman investigated this stuff in Hawaii for years uh, uh, with manipulation of vote, and she reported on it and that sort of thing. It, it's, it's in, in Vegas, they had this sort of thing a lot, too. It's not, it's not a brand new thing for this election. It's still and, not in the rules. Yeah, yeah. And okay. you've got, an, you've got an, a process for investigation and adjudicating all that. And the process for is part of the rules for investigating and uh, and adjudicating all that. That's part of the rules. And those in charge, the judges in charge, the Bill Barr, the attorney general in charge, all said there wasn't anything out of the ordinary and didn't make a big, big enough difference to change the election. Okay. So that's part of the rules, to investigate and adjudicate. And that's all been done. So you're, you're saying that there was no cheating then because they declared there to be no cheating. There's always cheating. It's been it, well, that's it's, my it, everywhere and all time, but it wasn't in, uh, winning out of the, the electoral ordinary. college is not cheating. Like that's that's how, again that's how you. No, win I the consider game. it cheating. Of course you, it is. It's it's no. It's legal how you cheating. win the game. I know. Well, that's, then you that's could, the rules that are set up to win this game. You okay, must get you're this many electoral there, there was college all votes. This, you're saying that all this made the big difference in here. How do you know? Because the whole legal system for prosecution and adjudicating the claims that it was enough to throw the election all said no. All okay. of them. So that's part of the rules. Fine. If, if you're satisfied by that, fine. Right. But well, I, no, I, 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 I'm not satisfied. It's just that I, I say that it's... It, Every side will pull all the punches, everything that they can to get their side to win. As they and should. The Republicans have n n no, they shouldn't. I mean, I well, I don't know. I mean, that's a because if uh, you don't, uh, the other side's going to. Well, <laughs> you can call it a prisoner's dilemma if you want, but the fact is, if you if you if you're not cheating, you're not trying. And the last election cycle, like the the cheating was predictable. Trump said, "This to, is how they're going to cheat," and then they did. And then they won. The football. <laughs> you have to yeah. deflate the football, and then and then you can win. Yeah, and 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 if that's if you want to use that analogy, right? If there's a rule that says the football must be inflated between this psi and this psi, right? And you and you go to the lower end of that spectrum within the rules, 
that's not cheating. But if you drop below that PSI, as you know, in the deflate gate analogy, right, then you are cheating. And if they grab the ball after the fact when they, they tested in like warmer weather when the PSI went up and they said, well, no, this, this ball is pumped perfectly right, you know, in this current climate, you know, we, we found nothing wrong. Well, fine, if that's, if, you know, if that means that no cheating occurred, that's one way to look at it. I'll, you know, be, because there were rules in place to, to check on the cheating, but that doesn't mean the cheating didn't happen. And it's odd to it's odd to suggest that you know that everyone cheats all the time, and yet because they declared no cheating had occurred, that it means no one cheated. That's you know that's a that's a weird workaround to the logic there. No, because you have a legal process of prosecution and adjudication, which is supposed to sort out whether or not uh, it occurred. And if it was sufficient to enough to have made a, made a difference. Okay. And there was not a single case in the country where they said it was uh, sufficient to make it. Uh, okay. And this was from Republicans and Democrats. People, yeah. No, I get Judges it. were Republican and Democrat appointees. So your position um, is based on their findings, no cheating occurred in the 2020 election. Got it. I didn't say no cheating occurred. Uh, insufficient the, cheating. The, the, the legal process is part of the rules. And they set out. Uh, you know, the process for settling whether or not it was um, a just uh, election or not. It's only wrong. It's only cheating if you get caught and the, and the judge says that it was cheating. That's part of the rules. Okay. Yeah. So, so by <laughs> your, so you guys then by those, by those definitions, there was no cheating in the 2020 election. That we didn't say that we didn't say no cheating. We said insufficient cheating. Okay. I didn't, I didn't say that. Well, what I, are you I, saying? I said, then? I, I said that the judge said that. Okay. Well, what the, do you the, the judges? The do you judge agree with might, your own statement? The judge might rule differently than than I believe. What do you believe? I believe there is cheating. Okay. But <laughs> do you believe there was sufficient cheating? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, in in opposition to the judge's decree and findings, you still believe that there was sufficient cheating in the twenty twenty election? <laughs> I said yeah already, right? I'm I'm clarifying. And, okay, and I would say. Uh, in response to that, you know, we're, we're listening to a few news reports. We, 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 you know, we haven't seen the evidence. I mean, we weren't sitting in the courtroom with all the, the, the lawyers on all sides presenting the evidence and, and uh, giving all the, the details. We, we, we've, we fly by, the, uh, by our gut. Oh, we think there was a lot of cheating. Okay, well, how do we know how much cheating? I mean, if, if Trump keeps saying well, know, it, was, it was all Michigan rigged and all rigged and all rigged. Just me. because he says it a lot doesn't mean make it true either. Yeah. I, I don't think it because Trump said it. I think it because I lost sixty grand on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, a, it. <laughs> that's a real basis, actually. <laughs> I mean, the the, 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 the three a.m. Michigan spike seemed pretty obvious to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a big one. I watched the documentary for the two thousand mules. That seemed pretty clear cut to me. I seen the mystery boxes just randomly show up out from underneath tables, you know, that they had video evidence of in polling places where someone was able to sneak in or out video. That seemed pretty obvious to me. If you're saying that that didn't happen or that wasn't a part of it or that no, was insufficient, fine. I'm, I'm, seems I'm not pretty saying obvious that didn't happen. I'm just saying that the system 
part of the rules for adjudicating those things and prosecuting those things and weighing the, having the legal representation on both sides, presenting all the evidence, didn't come to the same conclusion that you did. Okay. And that's the rules. Okay. All right, let's move on. I, mean, <laughs> I don't. You're driving at a. You're driving a point to nowhere, though. Like it, the the whole thing is is going to nowhere because that's the, that's the system that was we've been we've been given. I mean, I yeah. want. I, what do you believe, KS? Like, was there cheating and was it sufficient? I don't think uh, KS really cares. As yeah, much. <laughs> yeah, because I because I make this point that there's there, there's institutional rigging of the game on both sides, and they both play the game when they can. And I think the overwhelmingly, regardless of what the the cheating may have been by the Democrats in this one, the institutional rigging is far more. Uh, for for example, the dominant. institutional rigging keeps out third parties. Okay. Yeah, that's a big one too. Very big one. And both parties are very glad to play with that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you you dare not have a candidate. I mean, even to be in the this guy Robert Kennedy, he wants to get on the uh, on the debates. He has to, according to the presidential debate rules, he has to have fifteen percent um, popularity in some public opinion poll. Well, who comes up with that? Well, these the Republican and Democratic uh, parties come up with this rule saying that they. Um, that's what you have to get in order to even qualify to be in the yeah. debate. And, and well, polls can't be that's rigged because they run the debates. <laughs> you can have a debate all you want. You can you can form your own debate committee and invite the candidates to debate. And they won't come except for RFK. Fine. <laughs> then, then he'll be debating then, himself, and it doesn't work. Well, fair enough. But when again, when you're when you're this is straight from pro wrestling. Right, the the number one people ne will never mention the number two people, right? Like as far as wrestling organizations is concerned, the up and comers are the ones that have to continuously punch up, right? You 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 have to cleverly call out the big guys and do things to niggle at them and annoy them and make it look like they're chicken shit, right? And and that's how you gain popularity. You have to ride their coattails until you're big enough to take a shot at them. And their response will always be to ignore you because they cannot acknowledge you one way or the other because to acknowledge you means that you're big enough to play. So now, when, when, when the Democratic and, I mean, when the Libertarian and Green candidates, um, uh, Michael Budnarik and Joe Cobb challenged this presidential debate uh, process, they did so saying that it is being hosted by the government of Temp the, the city of Tempe and Arizona State University, two government ent entities, were funding and hosting this event. So it's a taxpayer event. It's not just the private event of the World Wrestlers uh, Association. This is taxpayers' money that's being used, required of the taxpayers to, to give the platform for only two candidates. So when the other parties challenge it, uh, <laughs> you know, they, they actually they got arrested they were held overnight um, and, uh, you know, had to post bail and everything to get out for, because they tried to, to enter into the debate with a court order from the Arizona Superior Court. And still they got... Uh, so I'd say that the, the, the state is definitely on the side of those who control the state. Well, good thing the state adjudicated it, found that nothing wrong was happening there, and, you know, it's too bad, so sad. So... In, what I'm suggesting is in those cases now, especially now with the internet and the media being, you know, not as controlled by the mainstream, 
and you have alternative media sources is you have your own debate and you put a you put a podium up there and you put you know Donald Trump on the podium like this is where Donald Trump is supposed to be right just like any news article that comes out and they said like you know we reached out to Donald Trump for comment his his office was not responding you you put that empty spot on there you ask the questions and then you leave the blank time for him to respond and then you continuously point out that he failed to show up he neglected his duty he didn't want to come and play he was given the time to do so and you continuously punch up like you all right well, that's 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 an interesting strategy but um, it's what you have to do to punch up right you well, you have that's the only thing you can do you're not going to win in their system you well, have to get big enough outside of their system so that they they can they can't help but take notice there's there's other ways to do that vivek was was uh you know he was on his way up he was doing a good job of uh, making himself known and uh he was also wealthy he, to begin with he's he he had the advantage of wealth to like well, that's, jump start you, that's what you that's what you need to do it outside the system and that, that's yeah. what well, trump did too except right yeah <laughs> but the libertarians they, aren't going to do that the green party's not going to do that the constitution party's not going to do that but if they if they want to you know again this is this is why even though he's not a libertarian right i said the libertarian should have run vermin supreme last time because he was a troll. <laughs> he was an absolute you wouldn't have Joe jo, you wouldn't have Joe Jorgensen on the side on the sidewalk outside the debate going like I'm just going to give a speech here, right? You would have Vermin Supreme marching ponies around the debate area, you know, shouting like let me in through a megaphone with the boot on his head, right? You you have to that's that's the way to punch up. Joe Jorgensen tried to like I, play I within I the rules. I don't think work. I don't think uh, Vermin Supreme's um, antics would would gain m much popularity either, more any more than Joe Jorgensen's. Oh, it would have been way more popular than Joe Jorgensen. It would have been more funny, but yeah, but that's still nobody nobody would care. <laughs> it, but it would grab the attention, and Joe Jorgensen got know. zero attention. Vermin Supreme gets attention wherever he goes because he walks in there with six ties and a boot on his head. Right? I don't care where you are, if he walks in, you go, what the fuck's up with that guy? And you're, you're immediately drawn to it. No, you're, you laugh. Of course you laugh. Yeah, that doesn't he's, mean he's just a, yeah, he's just a clown. And, and so that, is and that, Trump. And that, and that, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a boot on his head. <laughs> he has something else on his head. <laughs> yeah, they make fun of his hair. They make fun of his hair. You know, Vermin Supreme's a known entity at this point, at least around here. I don't know what he's campaigning for now, but he's like in South Carolina or whatever doing the Vermin Supreme thing. Yeah, I mean, if we're if we're talking strategy, I still think to this day that, the, that one of the best things you could do is is find somebody who's open-minded but also already really popular and get them to run. And no, you'll, you'll, they'll, you'll drag them down. Okay, why? <laughs> because they've already had former Republicans and former whoever's, uh, Bob Barr, Bill Weld, right? They were, they were already from the established party. They were already known entities in the established party. They went, you know, Gary Johnson, right, known entity, governor of New Mexico, 
Who cares about the governor of New Mexico? I don't even know who the governor of New Mexico is right now. <laughs> but it's like it's the highest position you can attain outside of the presidency. Like, I, that's you, what I'm saying. You're in charge of a whole state. Pick, pick somebody who's maybe an actor or a soccer player. Yeah, <laughs> <you know>? yeah. <laughs> Someone who's already popular that people like and get them to understand the ideas and have them run. Okay. And, well, then, then, they, and then they don't they don't have to ask to get on TV. TV will go, oh, wow, the, look, this popular person is running. We have to get him on the TV. It's good for ratings. Okay. Well, go no, get Nobody the cares about Gary Johnson. Yeah, that helped for uh, Ronald Reagan and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Schwarzenegger doesn't qualify unless you go doubt the birth. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, he definitely doesn't. Okay. But but he shows he what can be done. Yeah. Okay. At Clint a state Eastwood level, if you don't care a, about Gary Johnson, you ought not care about time. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was a state level thing. No, but I'm, I'm saying point. his popularity got him in there. Sure. It's a popularity contest. Popularity gets everyone in. Like that's that's within the rules. Exactly. That's my that's my point. Why Joe Jorgensen shouldn't have tried to get the nomination. What she should have been doing is finding somebody else who's more popular than her and and teaching them and saying, Hey, you have to be the president because I'm not popular enough. Okay. Actually Ron Paul became popular among a set of people, you know, from Yeah, I'm amongst a set of people. Yeah. But yeah. he's he got eight gen generally in New Hampshire. He he was yeah. he wasn't popular in, in mainstream culture. You know, Trump was a household name before he ran. Yeah. That's that's the kind of level of popularity it takes. So go get The Rock or go get Oprah Winfrey, right? Those those or, are your two yeah, big some, ones, male and female. So, someone in, in their status of, of popularity, somewhere in there. I mean, the, the Rock is already floating flags, right? His, his whole TV show was predicated on him running for president. Like he's... What party? Uh, I, I don't, don't even know about his TV show. That's how popular it is. Oh, what okay. What party is he? What what party is he? I have no yeah, idea. Is he libertarian or something? No, no, no. But if you oh. want, so oh. the, if there's a TV show called Young Rock, and it's it's the 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 premise is like the Rock telling all his old stories from growing up as a kid in a wrestling family, hmm. right? But the 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 setup for him telling his stories is like on the campaign trail or doing you know. Uh, running for president or being an ambassador to some weird country with coffee beans to you know to set up the wrestling stories but it's 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 what's the word i'm looking for it's pre-gaming the idea that he's going to make a run for president at some point because the mm -hmm. show takes place in like 2032 you know when the rock is running for president so he's it's already like it's already being put into the mind and consciousness of people you know, yeah. who are fans of The Rock at least that you know this is the, this is the show, mm -hmm. and he's a he's now a politician and an ambassador. Look how good he is at his job when it's scripted, and you know. <laughs> but it's, well, that, that's what uh, what what was his name? Uh, Zelensky. You know, he was he's just an actor. Well, yeah. yeah. So 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 the if it's already in the consciousness of some people that The Rock can be a political candidate, and his name's already been floated for that, right? That's your recruit. That's who libertarians should be going after. Well, the only problem is somebody's already recruiting him. So it has to be somebody else. <laughs> oh, well, you're not going to beat The Rock in a popularity contest. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. But, I mean, yeah, so, somebody else could. It's not going to be Tom Woody Cruise. Harrelson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's too crazy. He's crazy. Well, actually, he's crazy enough to do it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
So so convince Tom Cruise that libertarianism is worth it. But but Buy the tall guy usually wins. So yeah, <laughs> that's right. What's that? The tall guy usually wins. Yeah, that's also an unfortunate thing. But you know, you got look look how tall Don and Joe Biden are. Like they're not they're not short men. Neither is The Rock. Yeah, he's pretty tall. <laughs> that's what well, that you know. That's why Ron DeSantis has those like fucking seventies platform shoes to raise him up. <laughs> it's true. He wears like three inch heels. Oh, I know, but he he was on a, a podcast and this guy he 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 gives him shoes. He says. I'd like you to try these on. He says, I can't take that. That's a, that would be a gift. It'd be okay. in, in, inappropriate. It's like, no, just, just try them on. <laughs> and he refused. It's like, we know what you're doing. We're calling you out. We know you're lying about it. <laughs> I just want to see this, see you sit in your seat and squirm. <laughs> it would have been even funny if they were clown shoes. They basically are. But. Okay. I mean, like the big red ones. Like, here's some clown shoes to replace your other clown shoes, you clown. Yeah. But still, second place, right? Second place in clown shoes. I, I think after that incident is really when, when DeSantis started to lose steam. I think it probably messed with his, with his, his brain. And now, you know, because that, once you get into that, you know, lying defensive position, yeah. then, you, then you start questioning everything that you're saying because you have to make sure that, you know, Am I lying again? Well, the the and big how news I, with how Trump. How do I look when I'm doing it? <laughs> the big news with Trump the other day was, oh my gosh, he's got like paper cuts on his hand. Like, what's what's going on with Trump's hand? <laughs> he's got cuts he's on he, his hand. He's shuffling. He's shuffling papers. I don't know. <laughs> he's probably, uh, you know, uh, sealing envelopes with his flyer in it. You know, he's yeah. uh, out there on the campaign trail. Whatever it is, but then you look at like CNN or whatever, and they're like, looks like syphilis to us. Like this is this is clearly this is clearly some sort of sexually transmitted disease manifesting as open sores on his hands. It's it's from all of his excessive uh, sun sunscreen or suntan lotion. Yeah, good. To, to, whatever to turn it is, orange. whatever it is, like that was the news. Cuts on his yeah, hand. Gosh. Well, it. I think that's the the genius of of Trump that he's always turned. He behaves in a way that attracts so much uh, publicity that he doesn't have to pay for publicity. I think when he was running against Hillary, uh, they they said that she had to pay uh, like three billion dollars worth of uh, expenses for advertising that he got basically for free just by being outrageous. Yeah. So. And I think the media, for a while, tried to counter that by not featuring him so much in the news but now they're doing it as much as ever because he's still you know well they're, his show they're dragging him through frivolous court cases and that's newsworthy and so they're doing it again they're doing it again <laughs> yeah that's right it's, they can't help his, themselves his popularity among his his uh, supporters is just intensified with all that I, and i think they'd rather have trump than than vivek in there and i think that's obvious because cnn uh Prevented Vivek from being in the in the last debate. Okay. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. So you got so, well. So it's going to be Trump, right? They they're dragging him through the you know one of the other things they brought up was like the the presidential immunity while president, right? They over they you know made a big deal out of that on whether or not he can be uh, tried and convicted or whatever of crimes while sitting as president. 
actually, I'm kind of glad that they don't just make the guy who's president totally immune to anything he does. I, I it's scary when I, when I, I, I don't know. Recently, they that uh, they Trump kind of said he did. Trump, they claimed and and they said in court out loud that that he could kill somebody and kill his opponent even and and be immune from prosecution that's what they said i don't know well, he said true, that himself i could i could kill somebody on the street and and my popularity would go up he's even mentioned that no i'm i'm saying but the the, the court the court itself he's said, immune from his, his lawyers actually oh. his lawyers actually brought it up and oh, said yeah. no this this is the law he can do this and he's immune. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, that's scary. <laughs> really scary, yeah. <laughs> well, but actually, that's that would be a good thing to me. You know, the, the more politicians on politician action, uh, the better. <laughs> well, okay, and then again, to be fair, they they brought it up because the judge asked, and they qualified it. You know, and this you'll you'll like this answer, KS. Um, they said that there were rules in place to mitigate that sort of behavior. Like that's what that's rules. If he's immune to anything, uh, to to any kind of prosecution, what kind of rule can be in in place? Um, after to, he do, uh, after he does the act, it is incumbent upon the Congress to impeach, to find him guilty in the Senate, and then once removed from office, he can be tried as you know as a criminal civilian. That's the rule. Oh, so he has to be impeached first. He has to be impeached first. Okay. Like wow. that's that's what his lawyers were saying. They're like, so there's a, a process years, in uh, place, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and if they don't go through this process, if they don't impeach him, try him in the Senate and find him guilty in the Senate, right? What if the, he has all he of them executed uh, in, while they're doing the impeachment uh, <laughs> trial? Say that again? What if he just uh, threatens to execute anyone who votes to impeach him, and then, you know, he discourages, well, he wipes out all those who vote for the impeachment before, before or after they, do they so. vote. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, before or after they vote. Either way would be enough to okay, the impeachment by Congress still isn't the conviction until it goes through the Senate. If he does if he executes all the people in Congress who voted for impeachment, that would be a sure sign to those guys in the Senate yeah. um not to vote for conviction. And if they don't convict, he would be immune. And that would be a that would be a lawful That's presidential right. act. That's right. By the rules. By the rules. <laughs> At least as he asserts. Yeah. Well, not as he asserts. Like that's that's well, the rules. But like that's no. You know. I think I think the way the judge has ruled in that case is he's immune for actions um, that are a part of his duties, but not a, as a part as, uh, of his sure. personal actions. Well, and and commanding the military is part of his duties. And if he gives an if he gives an order as commander in chief. Right, that's that's within his duties of commander in chief of the military. <laughs> that's a presidential act. If you disagree yeah. with it, you have to impeach. You have to find him guilty, and then you can try him in civilian court for, you know, whatever it is you're claiming he did. But the, uh, but again, in in the media, right? They only they only uh, broadcast part one. Right? Trump thinks he's immune as president. And part two well, was yeah because there's a process in place to mitigate that and well the no funny thing is about that. Uh, Biden could do the same thing to Trump. <laughs> yes, he absolutely and he'd be could. immune. <laughs> he yeah. could. Why not just execute your opponent? It's part of my official duties. He could. <laughs> and who who knows? Maybe it'll happen. Like I I don't know how how desperate they are. And, and you know they they say that Trump is worse than an asteroid hitting the Earth and wiping out humanity. So if they're I mean, not if they, going, if they actually believe that, then they will do it. <laughs> if they're not going to run Biden again, then they absolutely should, right? Because you 
you uh, you eliminate Trump through that presidential immunity order. Uh, you you find you impeach him. You find him guilty in the Senate, right? You remove him from office. You know, and then I, I don't think anyone would dare uh, vote to convict if everyone who voted to impeach was executed. I think that would be. Well, that's not what he's saying. He, he, he's saying that that they should just ha have Biden do it and and go down or not go down doesn't matter because he's old. He's like he's on his way out anyway. <laughs> Like, you know, by the time that got to the civilian trial, right, Biden would likely be deceased. That's, you know, just based on, like, the, the time in court anyway. But you remove him from office, you replace him with whomever, right, the, uh, Kamala Harris, right, Unt until this election, you know, is, only, is less than a year away, right? So he's going to—if he's going to be out anyway and you don't want Trump in there— then you, you get rid of Trump and then you let Biden take the fall since he's going to be out anyway. And you stand on the same logic that Trump's lawyers just did, which, well, it was a presidential act. We went through the process. He was impeached. Yes, he was, you know. And now we'll have a new president in 2024 not named Donald Trump. Like that would be, that would, that would be the sequence of events, right? And then again, Biden is either pardoned after the fact by whomever replaces him on the Democrat side or, you know, they don't move forward with the civilian part of that conviction or, you know, any any number or again, like I said, he, you know, he, he finds himself deceased prior to that because he's old and feeble and fragile anyway. It's, you know, it's not taking away much of the rest of his life to, to go through that. All right. A little bit of time for headlines. Hmm. Let's do it. Headline, uh, are you an enemy of the state? Most likely. Headline, the government is making the economy appear better than it is. Uh, headline, 2023 was the deadliest year for killings by police in the U.S. Experts say this is why. Uh, headline, how slavery can be used as a litmus test for claims about liberty. Uh, headline, Biden caught in huge rigging of EV carbon credits at taxpayer expense. Uh, headline, Reflections of the Libertarian Role in Society. And finally, headline, Ted Liu wants to criminalize glue traps. I want to know why 2023 was the deadliest year. All right. Uh, four killings by police in the U.S. Experts say this is why. Uh, the U.S. Set, off, set another grim record last year as the number of people killed by police continued its steady increase, according to a news report released Wednesday by Mapping Police Violence. Police killed more than 1,300 people in 2023, a year that saw several high-profile cases, including the fatal beating of Tyree Nichols in Memphis, Tennessee, the shooting of an environmental activist who was protesting the construction of a police and fire training center near Atlanta, and the death of a Virginia man who was smothered in a hospital. There were only 14 days without a police killing last year, and on average, law enforcement officers killed someone every 6.6 .6 hours, according to the report which is primarily based on news reports and includes data from state and local government agencies. The number of killings has risen since Campaign Zero, which runs the Mapping Police Violence Project, began tracking the data in 2013. Meanwhile, last year, the number of people killed by gunfire and of officers killed in the line of duty declined, according to data from the Gun Violence Archive. There was an increase in the number of police officers shot. We've seen it stay similar on or even creep up a little bit at times when crime was falling or at times when crime was increasing. 
We saw it persist throughout a global pandemic when people were staying home for several weeks, months, said Justin Nix, a criminal justice professor at the University of Nebraska, Omaha. It appears to me then that the only way to get this number down significantly would be to make more significant changes to, you know, what policing means in this country. How many people were killed in, by police in 2023? At least 1,329 people were killed by police last year, an increase from 1,250 the year prior. Uh, New Mexico, where a man was fatally shot by police officers who re responded to the wrong address in April, had the highest rate of fatalities per capita, with 10.9 killings per 1 million residents, followed by Alaska and West Virginia. Nearly 90% of those killed were shot, uh, according to Abdul Nasser Rod, uh, Managing Director and Research and Data Campaign Zero. Rad said the public records indicated at least 42% of the incidents were captured on body-worn cameras. Though the footage may not be publicly accessible, body camera video can sometimes contradict initial police accounts of an incident if departments release it. Uh, cops stand trial in high-profile cases. Is it easier to uh, prosecute police now? Victims include people of color, people with mental health problems. Uh, Raj said racial disparities seen in previous years have also persisted at a similar rate. Black people, for example, were nearly three times more likely to, uh, than white people to be killed by police. Rod noticed race is one of the hardest variables to track, and the race of a person killed was unknown in more than 20% of the encounters. In roughly 25% of the encounters, the victim was showing signs of mental health problems or alcohol or drug use. But these factors uh, are not always reported or clear, Rod said. In Wachet's case, three San Antonio police officers were charged with murder in June after a woman experiencing mental health crisis in her apartment was shot. So what's causing the increase in police killings? Uh, Nick said the same factor that he believes drove the increase in the number of police officers shot last year is likely contributing to the consistent increase in police shootings of civilians. Guns. When you ask human beings to go out and police a country awash with guns and train them and socialize them in their heads that a gun could be lurking around any corner, this is what you get, Nick said. He said the number indicates that piecemeal patchwork reforms made over the last decade, including the increase in body cameras and de-escalation and bias awareness training, haven't had much of an impact and more significant changes needed to be made. However, Chuck Wexler, executive director of the Police Ex Executive Research Forum, said research shows de-escalation training provided by his organization can work. Wexler said the problem is not all of the country's more than 18,000 law enforcement agencies have actually implemented such training. Uh, efforts, he said, are complicated by staffing issues and pushback from departments that believe their training they have is sufficient. They're working off an outdated, antiquated training, he said, and until that training changes and until the culture changes with it changes, the number is going to be way too high. We can cut off officer-involved shooting with the right training. Better data needed, research said. Uh, Rad said tracking these incidents can still be grueling, disheartening, and frustrating, and better data is needed to capture the full scope of the problem. More than half the U.S. police killings are not reported in official government data, according to 2021 peer-reviewed study in The Lancet. As a result, researchers like Rod have to rely on news reports, which can lack critical information. He said training local journalists would be so critical to improve the quality, uh, data quality. Nix agreed that better data is needed, including more data of non-fatal police shooting. According to the Gun Violence Archive, more than 800 people were shot and injured by police in 2023. We're still trying to put a puzzle together where we don't have all the pieces and that's hard to do. We can't manage the problem if we don't know the extent of it. Uh, end of the article. So, guns is your answer. Well, 
And pillows. I'm curious to know what happened to that guy that got smothered with his pillow in the hospital. Uh, I'm pretty sure you just answered it. He got smothered by his pillow in the hospital. But the policeman did it, though, right? That was the yeah. point of the story. So, I mean, are you satisfied with that answer? Um, is there a better way to, to handle this? Um, okay. I, I don't know. It's, I don't know. There, it wasn't that useful or surprising to me. So I don't have much to say about it. Okay. Okay. I think we need, I think we need even more guns, but whatever. Well, so here, again, I suppose something not addressed in there is what are all the things that they're investigating as crimes? If they had ended the, the drug laws, um, you know, the, that have the police going half the time after people who are in the in their drug war. I think that that would um, mitigate a lot of the uh, the, the killing. Uh, in his post Iowa speech, Trump mentioned um, that he is going to give police more immunity so that they don't feel hamstrung when facing down uh, these deadly criminals in America. Yeah, you know, they should be able to kill anybody that they want as long as they're on duty. You know, then they yeah, it's part of their. They can, they can shoot anybody they want. Duterte tried that in the Philippines and did it. Um, you know, he killed lots of um, people and um, no no liability there. So are you calling it a successful policy then in the Philippines? No, not okay. at all. <laughs> Would have been better if they ended, ended the drug laws instead of the... Okay. I mean, but was crime years. down? Like, did it have the, the desired effect? Well, official crime was up, so I'd say okay. it's hard to evaluate the two. All right. But that's you know the, if if that's the claim right if it's if it's, if the police are violent because criminals have guns, so the solution is to disarm the populace. You know, I don't know if that's going to have the desired result either. But once they do it, it's too late to go back and fix it. Like that is that is the end of the line for the the freedom experiment. But yeah, and you know what are you, what are you investigating? Is it real crimes? Right? Are are you are all of these violent criminals? You know that's that's one thing that was very clear with the J six uh, follow up investigation, and that's they obviously don't need to capture people right away, right? Like if if the dude takes off, you know, and a high speed chase is going to ensue, putting you know much more lives in danger. Uh, just go get them later. You got video. You got, you know, you got what you need in the original encounter before they, you know, before they run. Just do some police work later and go get them. Right. You got cameras all over the place. Just get them after the fact. Final thoughts? Uh, no. Sounds good. All right. That'll do it for us then. You guys but know where to find us. Next Anarchist. time, save your article about uh, the uh, how the economy is worse than they say it is uh, for the next time. All right. Re well, remind me because I'll have, you know, five to ten more next time as well. Uh, okay. That'll do it for us this time, though. You guys know where to find us, anarchistexperience.com, on Telegram, t.me slash anarchistexperience, or t.me slash theanarchistexperience. And if you would like to contribute to this show financially, you can do so through Patreon, patreon.com slash theanarchistexperience. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. Peace. Aloha. Those people are sitting in the front row, they, they cheer so heartily. And then that wakes up the people in the back rows and throughout the stadium. <laughs> it's like a Trump rally. <laughs>